Hey, thanks again for joining us for another episode of Triple Play. <laughs> Please remember to like and subscribe. Almost caught you drinking. No, you, no. Almost. So. All right. So like and subscribe. Keep helping us out with that. Uh, continue to get the word out there. We appreciate that. And continue to support those that support and help us. Uh, remember our man, Andy McCollum, with Resource One. Uh, if you got any financial needs, they're the, they're the folks to do it. Their number is 636 458 one seven nine eight, and uh, they would love the opportunity. I know a lot of people have been asking about the banking stuff going on right now. Hey, great time to talk to those guys. They're professionals. They'll help you through it and figure out if you need to make a move or not. Uh, number two, uh, our intro, outro, the soon to become a website, which looked pretty good the other day when we were checking it out. Yeah. Um, you can give uh, CS Design and Chris, our man there, at 573 436 3717 a call. Once again, that's 573 436 3717. They're putting together an amazing uh, website. We're, I'm really excited about uh, that getting live here shortly. So, um, on top of that, you'll notice we got a great guest today. And today, we are meeting with Kyle. Kyle uh, is doing a unique ministry. Uh, you'll notice his shirt, Score International. Score International uh, does sports camps, but we're going to learn a lot more. I don't want to give away a whole lot, but uh, Kyle, it's great having you here today. I'm the guy who had who had evil on his heart. God, are you sure it's the right guy? <laughs> Maybe the guy here or the guy there. He says, that's nice. But you try. But then revelations come. The truth comes. When he says, trust me. And I says, okay, Lord. But what about if I hold back just a grain of salt of pride for myself? I tried that once. <laughs> He'll snuff it up. I tried. I seriously tried. And he says, now do you trust me because of a blessing that came? I said, wow. I said, wow. <laughs> I, said, I said, I didn't know it would be this way, God. And he says, now do I have your attention as your God, your provider? Now do I have your attention? And I was on my knees crying and bawling. He says, now will you serve these kids now will you minister will you leave it all behind to make famous the name of jesus christ of what he did who he is and the gift that's available to everyone else in spite of everything that will happen to you and i said yes he says do you know what you were once living he says guess where you're going to be now you're going to be with everyone else amongst the lowly of the low. But you're going to be exceptional and blessed. And so, so I received that, and it was immediate. And so, and I said, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. And so now it's been mm -hmm. full stride, full stride, until he calls me home. Because he says, man, if you are in full stride, man, you're, you're like... I'm running this race, man. I am running this. And nothing, no matter what, no weapons formed against me, nothing will come against my God and my Jesus. Just think about Paul, Peter. Just think about who Jesus was. Just think about all these, these, um, these um, 
pillars of the faith, they never broke stride Mm-mm. because they knew who their God was. They knew who their Jesus was. And they knew where they were going. They absolutely <laughs> knew. Yeah. And that speaks volumes to, says, okay, if you know that, then who's going to go tell these kids? Remember these kids here in the St. Louis area? You remember these kids up in this, these families that uh, were out there, and I'm not going to say the, the area of uh, the country that I've been to, that were strung out on heroin and oxycodone on drugs, or down in, um, um, they were doing um, human trafficking in the South, or doing human trafficking and doing some other things out of the country. Who's going to tell them? Mm. Well, I tell them the same story about who Jesus Christ is about his message, why he came, why. And, and they said, do you know who you are? And people often say, no, I don't. Who am I? Did you know that God created you in his image? And some of the kids are like, yeah, and some of the kids know. Mm-hmm. Some of the kids are confused about these things. Well, guess what? Kyle is here. He's going to share that message. When you open God's word and you say exactly what God's word says about who you are and who you were created in the image of. So you're speaking truth into the life of this child who will one day, in God, God willing and knows timing, that is going to carry forth. Mm-hmm. But someone, this time that we're here on the internet and whatnot, is going to carry itself forward into perpetuity. That word needs to go forward. That's right. And so that is a little bit of the, the fast, mm-hmm. the fast run. So of, of that was ministry. good. Yeah, I, I, was, I was going to ask a fast you. Run. So, I love it. So now you, you, you obviously score's doing well. You're doing all the things that God's called you to do. And right. now he changes that plan yet again. And now yeah. you're going to Honduras. How does that? I'm actually very curious to hear the yeah. story behind that. Yeah. So, yeah. so we've, been doing Saint, uh, we've been doing ministry in St. Louis for about uh, 10 years now. And and we have been faithful, and so many things have happened over the years. We have, uh, throughout the course of ministry, have humbled ourselves, um, be humbled ourselves under the word of God, the truth that was being preached. We've humbled ourselves under the teaching, the uh, um, faithful teaching of our disciple makers and of our church. I've humbled myself. I've humbled myself and the ministry underneath the sovereignty of God. And God, over time, has recognized it is his, and he has grown this ministry through through the course of the 10 years that we've been doing because of the faithfulness of our God and through our faith in him. And so, so uh, at the beginning of last year in 2022, my wife and I prayed about going international because we focus in on our Jerusalem. We have poured our hearts into our local church. We focus in on our communities and and we've seen how God has blessed and has brought the name and how people have come to know and accept him as his savior. And we were out there just doing our jobs. We've seen how we've gone regionally, um, either... Um, in, uh, in uh, the bi-state area in Illinois, how we've gone to Alabama, how we've gone to other places. We've gone to uh, parts of the East Coast. And then we went overseas. But God, what happened initially, he put on our hearts a burden for uh, Latin America, for that people group. Mm. 
And it was just, it was hard for us to separate ourselves because we always had this, this desire and this, this calling to go and minister to them. There were some other doors that had been opened up for us, but they had been quickly closed, like going to Ukraine and, and some other places. But what happened, the timing that all this stuff happened, and when it initially started, because it started up in Dominican Republic, one of the places, mm-hmm. and God just says, this is where I've called you to be in a community where the word uh, needs to be continues to preach and preach and preach. And, and what happened was uh, the beginning of last year, we started that journey of praying that God, please lead us, direct us, show us. Uh, may we be faithful and not get ahead of you in where we're being called. And so we went on a couple of places, uh, a number, not more than a, uh, more than a couple, but, um, but God settled, uh, um, settled in our heart a place of Honduras, and, um, and that uh, our life's call right now is going to Honduras, and we would be missionaries on the ground in Honduras. So what's going to happen in June of this year, of 2023, Lord willing, we're going to be down in um, uh, going to language school. So, so we're going to be there and working through what God is going to do through us when we are going to be uh, in that country. So we're getting plugged in with the local church there, and God is going to direct our steps uh, as we are um, there within country for the ministry. So he is, uh, our focus is going to be on discipleship. Our focus is going to be uh, part of enabling and the growing of um, uh, the church through discipleship, growing them in their faith walk. That's going to be one of our focus, uh, that it will help in building up of the church. That's going to be our focus while we're there. And the platform is going to be set in which he shows us. Uh, right now, we're going through a little bit of the moving. We're going through support raising and partnering and those types of things. That's also a part of going out there because you're going out there in faith, right? Every missionary that goes, goes out and says, God, you are in control, and but I need you to be faithful, mm. my, my son, my daughter, um, those that are calling to ministry. But he is the one that's kind of directing this. So we're in that process now of, uh, of being prayerful still. Um, going through the process. My wife and I, as a matter of fact, daily, we take Spanish lessons. And then when we get to uh, Honduras, we're going to be taking Spanish uh, every day, um, three to four hours a day, you know, wow. and, uh, getting ourselves immersed in the culture and, and so on. That's awesome. Yeah. That so is. We're excited <clears throat> about it. So it sounds like a lot, but you, you sound excited and I don't think it'll feel like a lot. Exactly. Yeah. That's how, that's how we look at it. You know, I, Today I felt bad because I um, today I was looking for to my Spanish lesson. I had to call <laughs> my Spanish teacher and say oh, I got to back out today. And even though I had homework, I was like, because it was going to be a tough homework assignment from last I night. Believe it. Well, if you need any help, I know a little Spanish. Just there little, we go. Just a little from verb conjugations. <laughs> ver- verbos. Oh yeah. Conjugate. Yeah. So oh, you got to yeah. conjugate all these verbs yeah. and stuff like that. A R I R I N G. The A N G. Then you start to do these complex compound sentences. I'm like, dude. Yep. All right. Really? <laughs> yeah. But it's it's necessary. But but yeah, I, I have fun at it. I'm excited about it. We have That's good. Awesome. Good, uh, solid teachers that love the word as well, and they get our hearts. They are receiving us as missionaries as well into that community. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't say enough about it and the calling. And it's a special calling, as you know. Heck yeah. It's a special calling. Yeah. 
It is, it is God-given mm-hmm. calling. 100%. God-given, and also with the talents, and even every little gift is from him. Mm. Every little thing is from him. And so I look at him and I say, thank you, thank you, thank you, because you are a glorious God. Now, as you got involved full-time in SCORE, one of the things that came to my mind is, because you are talking about how everything kind of shifted and changed, your wife, did she see a big change during that time period? I'm going to assume she did. So <laughs> that there was a shift as you got involved in SCORE and, and, you know, now you go from the corporate world now into the ministry world uh, with her as your partner. I mean, there, that's a big adjustment for a wife too, right? Yeah, so. it was, it was it, the big adjustment, to be frank with everyone here, the big adjustment was me. Um, my wife has always had a heart. She is always, always, for anyone that knows my wife, if you go to any of our Facebook pages or anything like that, you'll see my wife is always very outgoing, very introvert, and me, I can turn it on. You know, I'm just pumped up when I love, just love the Lord, and I'm with the kids and stuff like that. That is my my wheelhouse. I'm with the kids, and I love them, but Jesus is with me. My wife has always been that way ever since she she became a Christian. Me, I'm very... Um, logical, very linear in my thinking. I have an actual left brain, right brain. I have a balance in the way I think, both on the creative end and also on the logical side. So I'm like, yeah, this is cool. All right, let me just think through this thing for just one minute, you know. Measure twice, cut once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of how my brain. But yeah, I, I like the shape. <laughs> but my wife is like, yeah, let's go, right? And and so when, when the proposition came for us, the calling came for ministry, she was like, yes, let's go. She was like super excited because she had already been doing ministry, um, serving in the communities, um, going, doing a lot of inner city urban ministries. And I was corporate. Dude, I'm flying back and forth, D.C., Alaska, you know, every influencer in the world. That was my world because right. it was moving up. It was vertical for me. And so I was just checking the box, and she was out doing the work of the Lord and also being a faithful wife. What happened with me was that life got shifted when my life turned and trusted Jesus with everything, and including my marriage. I said, and my kids, and my career, my image, and all that, all that changed, obviously. Right. Um, it takes it takes time though. Then you're thinking. I don't think you're you're thinking. The sanctification doesn't happen overnight. No, no. no it's the work of <laughs> yeah. sanctification. It continues yeah. to. Yeah, absolutely. To, you know, we're all being made in His image. Yeah, one 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 step, one shave, uh, shaving at a time. Right. Yeah, it does. Like, you're absolutely right. And uh, yeah, and so so coming into full spectrum of those types of things and understanding our sanctification of our life as well. Uh, so yeah, that began a process in me, and and also in the marriage and the relationship and the growth and ministry. And there's so many things that we guard ourselves against as missionaries and ministers of the gospel. You know, so I've re- I've I've uh, given God all glory because He's been with us as faithful as He is to us throughout all of this this time. How about with your with your sons during that time period? I would imagine that that changed too. They probably saw a difference in, in, in dad as he's, you know, moved from the corporate world. Would you say that your relationship with your sons became deeper after that? 
Yeah, that was some of the uh, ebbs and flows that happens. And, and keep in mind, they're teenagers. Right. They're young boys. They, they also had dreams. And all of a sudden, there was a quick shock in their system of jumping in a, a cold bath. <laughs> right. It was. Absolutely. Because you think about where they were and who they are and how dad pumped them up and, you know, influence and stuff like that and, and setting their trajectory from going from, let's say, a Harvard or University of Texas and it's guaranteed you're going to get there to say we, the Lord will provide, the kids are like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, wait. Do you mean I have to trust in the Lord for my education? He says, yes, absolutely. That was a cold truth and the reality of our lives. And yes, they experienced one of the greater. But, but God, being our God, he knew that in them, but he tendered their hearts for what was to come. He prepared them. And he knew that they were going to str- struggle throughout this. But he says, I am the God of Abraham. Isaac, Jacob, hmm. do you trust me? Yes, Lord. And that began a process for those young men. But there was also discipleship. There was also discipleship from me. There was discipleship because God called us to disciple our wives, disciple our kids. But there was also fellowship of brothers that came alongside them as well, from baseball coaches to youth group leaders to members of the church where the word was solid and there was constant bathing and they got it, but it was still time, sanctification, that it all came together for them. They worked out their salvation over time. They did. Right. But they experienced it. They experienced it, and and any any MK uh, missionary kid or PK preacher kid will tell you, yeah, we went through that. We had to grind it out, if you will, to use the vernacular of how kids mm-hmm. are talking these days. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of that in me right now because I've been working with the people. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I you love hear it. it. Yeah, we love it. Oh, I can I can go there quick. I ask my 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 stepbrother all the time. Uh huh. What's he's seventeen? So I ask him, "Hey, what's right. the new lingo? What do you got for me this week?" <laughs> Half the time, I'm like, "That's not that's not even a word." You got the drip. You got the sauce. Yeah. You got. I mean, I can just go on and on and on. Well, at least those are words. I mean, no, he tells me things. I'm like, that's not even a word. That's a word. Just work off of a word. That's do you word. take into? Do you talk? Do you that's take into? Do you talk? Yeah, that's so, a word. <laughs> whatever you say, it is a word. Uh, yeah, well, to them so, it is. Yeah, to yeah they, they've changed everything this generation, haven't they? Yeah. So it's, it's. I love it. I love it. I love it because I get I get to go back to the word. You know. Yeah. I love it. I hear you. Do you know? God spoke this into existence. Yes. <laughs> that emoji can't do a thing. But God, as it says in the, uh, Ephesians 2, verse 4, but God. Yep. You know, we come from this place, these positions of, of understanding and knowledge and truth are brokenness. And then you come to a position in God's word, and then it says, but God, being rich in mercy... And, and then they all of a sudden, they have the context. They didn't think that it was going to come when you are able to shift the mindset of, I see it, but then faith comes into existence in their life. That's awesome. They said, but faith in what? Faith in God. Faith in the world's truth or faith in God? Him, his truth, his word. Yeah. How do you know it's, it's truth in his word? Because it is right here. 
And so when you are able to spend time and continue to to press them with loving care about that truth and the solidness of that foundation, it sticks with them. You don't back away from it. If I love you enough, I will work with you. I will chasten you. I will will press you upon the truth. That will be the solid foundation and the rock that you stand on for the rest of your life. Knowing that there is a promise that associated with it. There is a modeling that was associated with the mandate. Understand what that is. And so when you're able to speak that into the lives of kids, and I don't care, you you go from a a 7-year-old all the way to a 27-year-old to a 47-year-old. You speak that same word of truth. People are like, wow, where'd this come from? It says right here. It's been in the word ever since Mm -hmm. beginning of time. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, the word is Matt came on this earth and it became flesh. Where is that? Oh, that's, you go to uh, John (laughs) chapter 1, verse 14. It says that, and the word became flesh. What was flesh? Oh, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) I'll tell you exactly who it was. But it's, it's great. It's, you know, honestly, it's great because no matter where you go, right? And, and watch, watch how this is going to carry. When when we went down to Dominican Republic, we first go down there, and I brought a, a group of high school baseball uh, seniors, and I was asked to coach them, and that, that's another uh, um, segment. For uh, it's going to be like you guys may want to start doing your producing. Oh yeah, <laughs> we can line this thing up. We'll for, take some notes. We'll yeah, take well, some well, notes. absolutely. And then and then uh, we may get some sponsorship coming on yeah. board, you know. <laughs> you know, ChristianBooks.com it says, Oh yeah, we can we can bank on this one. <laughs> I'm joking. We'll we'll work it out. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. I don't know who's doing the producing or who's doing the back the backdoor stuff, the guy who says, Hey, we can we need to work on this one, you know, extend Producer, out. producer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. It's all good. I I I'm I just enjoy. You know what I always uh, I've always said, and we said this at the beginning. We just enjoy the conversation yeah. and let God lead where it goes. And you right. know, at the end of the conversation, we'll know it's done. And then we can, if we need to divvy it up, or to, you know, some conversations need to be played all at once, and yeah. others need to be made into a series of one episode, two episode, three yeah. episodes. I think we'll see a little bit more of that. We've been discussing about trying to keep some of our time down a little bit, just yeah. because we've been getting some feedback. My so. bet. My bad. So I'm going off. No, you don't have to. A bunch of trails. No, we love it. This is this is part of being a conversation, right? How many right. people stick on cue when you have a conversation with somebody? When you're having a cup of coffee, where you're with yeah. a friend, we talk sports well, for a minute, and then yeah. we'll go into some political stuff, and then yeah. you know you you always just kind of we'll use all the juicy stuff for the good for there the big go. chunks, and there then we we'll, go. Yeah, we always we'll just clip have a good off. Time. We'll clip off stuff. Yeah, yeah, for the little shorts. And all of a sudden, you'll hear God, 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 Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Savior. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's All the awesome. Believe, believe, believe. I love it. So, uh, so one thing that I was going to say universally when I brought these these uh, baseball players down there, and I went three years in a row, and I was coaching them. I think it was three years in a row, two years in a row. And and the one thing that I said, you know, one thing you may not have the language down between the two, and there was a big language gap. But one thing is true: they love baseball and they love to have fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple, right? Love God, keep his commandments, love your neighbors as yourself. Keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Love God, 
Keep everything simple. And you have that same type of love that trans, it transcends all knowledge and understanding when you are out in the field, no matter if you're here or if you're in Honduras or if you go to South Africa or if you're in Japan. If they see your light, a reflection of Christ, right? Not a reflection of somebody who is self-effaced, somebody who is, who is out there in it for themselves, right. charging a fee to come listen to them speak and talk about the gospel. I think game over. I think that is... That is the the wrong approach in the work that you do. They need to see the way Christ did it. He never charged an entrance fee to come listen to him speak, right? I agree. Yeah, that's that's my belief on that. And so, for and for those that that don't know this, when we were led into ministry, we had on our hearts everything, everything that we would do would be free. And on top of that, each kid that came to any of our camps over the course of 10 years received a free Bible. Every kid. Every kid that came every week from June all the way through July for 10 years received a free Bible as a free gift from God. And it was his word. Kids were more excited about that than anything else. Isn't that awesome? So I didn't think. I didn't think. Not. It wasn't a free basketball. It wasn't free tickets. It wasn't to. We 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 purposefully did this. We made it about Jesus rather than we made a decision about this not to bring in famous athletes into the ministry. And we know a lot of famous athletes, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of them help sponsor your ministry, right? Some so. of them have sponsored our ministry, and I'm some well-known sponsors. Some well-known, wealthy people have sponsored us, but we made it about Christ. Right. And we kept it there. And, and what happened was everyone on the backside says, make sure that what you do is going to remain free because the word is free. So the Bibles came for free. Whenever there was a need for a athletic field or for sports equipment, our donor says, okay, what do you need? So all those things came alongside it because they believe in the mission they believe in that vision. Right. And so they says, we want to put this word into every kid. And then we have kids coming back every year. We have kids that says, can I get one or two for my mom, my dad, a Bible for my mom? They don't have a Bible. This is my very first Bible. I want to give one to my neighbors. I already have a Bible. I said, well, go bless somebody at Burger King. He says, oh, really? Can I go do that? And I said, yes, absolutely. That's cool. Give it. Give. 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 And so, so you see... The mindset of the ones that Christ did. He says, I want you to continue to give. Father, their Father in heaven gave freely to this world his one and only begotten Son. He gave that gift to us. That's love. Yes. And and when you can translate that to the kids and they see it not from a candy or not from a little baseball, not from... You know, taking a picture with um, some well-known person throughout this world, throughout our community, when they have the the Word of God, it's something something it just changes. Well, you, first, first of all, that changes lives, right? We can't change lives; only God can do it. The Bible, God's yeah. Word, changes lives. Second of all, if you put somebody before God, like a lot of organizations tend to do, they tend to put an athlete or whatever. Yeah. The thing is, is we're all fallen. That, that guy ain't going to be perfect. There'll be eventually a time where something will happen. 
and it'll affect the ministry. And yeah. as you just said, it takes the limelight off of who it should be on yeah. anyways, right? I mean, the only reason they're a good athlete is by who? Yeah. Yeah. I've had so. conversations with some dudes like that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really awesome that you do it free. I think it's really awesome that you, you know, you look at faithful ministers of the gospel, and I think of like a Billy Graham. Yeah. He never charged. No. He'd fill up, he'd fill up stadiums. You know, you think about how faithful he was day in and day out, the sacrifices he had to make. He knew a lot of wealthy dudes, too, and yet he yeah. lived humbly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knew kings, queens, rulers, oh, yeah. executives. And he set a great example. And then, you know, I think there's, when you look at faithful people that have gone before us, like, you know, when when COVID first hit and there was a lot of concerns about it and I had people calling me, my first response was, if God can protect Mother Teresa in the yeah. gutters of Calcutta, why am I worried about it? Mm. You know, like like my job is just to go and be his be a be a minister of the gospel yeah, and he'll take care of the rest. You know, that's yeah. not something I need to I don't need to fret about that kind of stuff. God's already got it figured he's already got my day figured out. He already knows when his my time on earth will will be gone. Dude, when I was in the desert, and we were surrounded, mm. and I saw um, flashes in the back, I said, there's no way I'm going to make it out. No way. And I said, God, this is my time to go. And I made peace with it. And the next morning, I woke up. I was still alive. I said, wow, there is a God. Okay, back to being me, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, those these these type of things happen where we have to kind of pause and know that He is God, recognize who He is, and but you know, but it also, I mean, it takes with the um, the people coming alongside like you and me and and Scott and understanding the Word and teaching and mentoring these young guys and kids coming up as well to talk about these practical things. You know, see, so. So one of the things that I, I truly enjoy doing is really um, getting into the um, the conversation with people, meeting them where they are. Right. Right. And as you know, I'm I'm very I've I've been trained um, clinically where I can switch and immediately talk start talking about the um, the Krebs cycle. You know, I can immediately talk about mitochondrial DNA, and I can quickly go into that doctor mode. And I do often, because many people ask the question, they say, hey, Kyle, can you tell me about these drugs? Can you tell me about what's going on? And like I just did it a minute ago, mm-hmm. and then I can just go back and say, all right, guys, let's go. <laughs> let's talk about the Lord. Yeah. Or I can go into baseball, football, soccer, talk about acting and soccer, yeah. soccer players and how they do the That's lot That's that of left, right brain. I, it, dude, you got <laughs> it, man. Dude, I, but, but. God says, I, that's why, that's why. Do you understand? Now you know, that is why. And so now you should be saying, why not me? That is why I, I chose you. Before you even know I chose you, now I've called you. But God, I'm, you know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm stuttering. I'm not that guy to go out there and preach. Or to spread the word. He says, yes, you are. I made your tongue. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And God says, let's go. You know, God says, yeah. yeah. It kind of reminds you of Moses a little bit, though, too. You know, what? when you look at the life of Moses, 40 years underneath Pharaoh, you, you, you know, the odds, first of all, that he would even survive, right? No. Because there had been a decree. All the kids should have been gone. But he was put in a basket. 
Sister is able to take care of him. Mom's able to take care of him behind the scenes. He grows to be a young man underneath Pharaoh, learns yeah. how to, the old nation stuff. Then yeah. gets chased out, learns how to herd, how to be uh, in the middle of the desert and find find water where there was no water, how to gather and do all that stuff. He was preparing and, him. Yeah. And then God calls the way, yeah. him. You know, 80, can you imagine being 80 years old and God saying, now I'm ready for the mission? Yeah, that was all the training ground. Yeah. That was me getting you prepared. All those things that you didn't think you had in yeah. control, I did. Who yeah. who's a guy under the fig tree when Jesus said, uh, "Was it Peter or Thomas?" Nathaniel. Nathaniel. I thought when they were, it wasn't Nathaniel when they were cho- when Jesus was choosing the disciples, and um, he said, "I saw you. I was with you under the the fig tree." Is that who it was, Nathaniel? Yeah, go I to. Know. I yeah. keep thinking of that story. Like when you keep going back to the desert, I I imagine. When you when you're going back in your in your history and your in your life, like bouncing from scene to scene, I can imagine Je- Jesus saying, "Hey, I saw I, I was with you in the desert. I was yeah. I was with you. I was it's with so you then." It's surreal. Yeah, it really is surreal because I remember the little kid that used to walk on the railroad tracks. I remember the little kid. I remember the kid who was a teenager that were that, that was inside of clubs and 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 twice twice. Um, there were gunshots in there and all of a sudden everybody scattered. I remember being in places in the wrong part, wrong place at the wrong time. And I could just yeah. go on and on and on. Yeah. Yeah. I remembered you. Yeah. I was yeah. with you. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Is that my phone? I think I'm causing some static. That's all right. Well, he, I think he whipped us out too. Right. Who knows who caused it? That's all right. It's no big deal. I think, uh, uh that's, it's a, where we were, you know, what we were coming to was a great little landing spot. I think yeah. right now that. Is that we we got enough for part part two? Yeah, at I, some point. You know, unless you guys want to do rapid fire or something <laughs> like that, you guys do those types of things. We do whatever. We we just have a good time, Kyle. We love to have good conversations. I don't know about rapid fire. We have done some some prank calls to MLB player. I don't know if they're not prank, but they're uh, trivia questions. Here, well, I so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask all, all of our guests one question. Oh, one one question I asked. Wow, that's that's heavy, dude. You so when I was growing up. The most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me on a sports field was I was backpedaling to catch a fly ball, and my shoelaces were untied, and I tripped and fell back down, and it was a base hit, and the guy scored, and we lost the game. It was like the end of the game. I tripped on my shoelace. Do you have a moment like that? (laughs) One. Just one. Just pick one. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one. All right. So I'm, I'm 12 years old. I'm six feet tall. That's tall. For twelve year old, yeah, that's a giraffe, yeah, right. That's you don't even know. That's where a you're... freak, yeah. So, so I, I grew my. By the way, my youngest son, he grew exactly two feet, twenty four inches in one year. Wow, seriously, exactly twenty four inches in one year. My youngest. So anyway, that sounds painful. It was. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. You know my kids. Yeah. So all of us, those of us that have kids, yeah. are no stories. Yes. Yeah. So I was one of those kids. Uh, I was six feet tall at 12 years old. So uh middle school coach looked up and he says, hey, you play basketball? I said, Psh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so he brought me on the team. And I couldn't make a layup to save my life. He said, you six feet tall and you cannot make a layoff. He says, get off my court. Uh, had you 
you weren't good, or you just you kind of fibbed a little bit, and you you let on Yo, you played on. more than you Make actually it did. You, make. you have to you have to know the hood, brother. You have to know it. Uh, well, you're listen, read. listen. You want a jacket? You want to be looking good? You know, you're with your buddies. I hear you. But to say you couldn't make a layup, dude. I couldn't. I he said you. I get it. Six feet at twelve. I you don't slapping. know where you don't know where anything is on your body. I was slapping back doors all day I long. I, right. I can I can sympathize with you. Where's that ball going? Yep. Uh, so so fast forward about thirty years later, I see my son <laughs> doing a breakaway on a transition. He breaks. He's like he's like furlongs ahead of the guys. Like anybody that knows about horse racing, yeah, yeah. He's he's well ahead of the the groups. He's playing down at the J down in Chesterfield. He's playing down at the J. And he gets up there, and he does the same thing I did. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Flashbacks. Uh, he's a baseball player. He's the one who's, who's up the middle. He's there you go. Athletic. So That's he awesome. does it two times. He does it three times. So on the third time, and he misses on a breakaway. So the, the referee walking up, and he looked at it. So I'm the only black dad, and my son's the only black kid up there playing the game. He says, that's your son? <laughs> he looks up and says, that's your son? And I had to bury my head. <laughs> I said nothing. I couldn't say anything. As you should say he's he's actually left-handed. Don't don't <laughs> play right. No, this week. dude, it was so bad. No, when it's so bad, you have nothing. Yeah, you got. So I, got nothing, right? I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing on that one. one you can do left hand, right hand. He says no. <laughs> it was just that atrocious. Well. When is that bad? So that's my one story. I could not make a layup when I was twelve. Wow. And the coach kicked me off the team. He says, as a matter of fact, ride the pond. You yeah, said you ain't getting up there. That's I can't. Tough. He says, I don't even want you. I don't even want you diving for balls. Nothing. <laughs> he might break something. Yeah, well, I love it. That's awesome. Well, hey, uh, let's uh, let's let's wrap this up. Hey, we want to thank you guys for listening to Triple Play and checking us out. Well, hopefully, we'll get Kyle back here. Maybe before you you head out, we can get you one more time. Or definitely, we we guys yes, should have phones down there. So yeah, yeah, what yep. the. Maybe check out the technology, get them dialed in sometime, and hear how it is down there, too. See how yeah. things are going. Check in on you every now and then. Yeah. So. Prayers will be much appreciated. Absolutely. And, as you know, and, and for those, those of us in, in ministry, and we all are, um, um, we constantly need um, the bathing of the Word. We, we are in the Word, but we also appreciate the encouragement from those that, that are alongside of us. Mm-hmm. And saying we're praying for you, we love you. We know God is in control. You know, keep up the good fight. You know, run the race. You know, that's the the one thing that's a, of a great encouragement mm-hmm. for us. And mm-hmm. and so and it's also for us when uh, when we return, and we do plan on coming back to our our ascending church as well annually. So we'll um, we'll have that time where we'll be able to uh, be ministered to by our our local church family. Awesome, yeah. awesome. That, that is forward. really good. Yeah. Well, hey, Very cool. Uh, if you guys do want to help out and pray, but also get to know about Kyle and Shannon, we're going to put their link up on our uh, podcast, so you'll be able to check out uh, their their all their information and uh, get in touch with them if you guys want. And uh, we will uh, make sure that's readily available. And we thank you so much for having us uh, coming on today and, and letting us be a part of this conversation. So. Hey. Thank good. you for sharing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I just caused the ratings to go down or sideways. I don't know. We, we don't just we like don't you. We just that. trust the Lord in this. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. Right. We don't know where this is all going. We started this what like six weeks ago. Yeah. You know, I think about four weeks in, we were at like fifty-five subscribers, and you know, in the past like two weeks, we've gone to like over three thousand. Man. Uh, 
That's just on YouTube. I think I looked at Spotify and we got like something like seventy thousand on listeners now yeah. on Spotify. Yeah. It'll, it's, it's, it'll, it'll make, yeah, I, I'm not even. You it's know, like it's life, not right? a number. It's not a number. No, it's it's. I, I always tell people I stay on the Jesus line. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> when life goes like I this, I stay on the Jesus Jesus line. line. That's yeah. exactly it. You that's nailed it. It is. You stay there. Yeah, that's right. So, but uh, but yeah, we'll make sure that's readily available. And thank you guys. Until next time, Scott. What should yeah. I do? Oh man, I guess they should like and subscribe. There you go. Like and subscribe. You're gonna make me say it. I will. You got to do your thing too. My, they don't know what to do What's without that? you doing your. Oh, we're doing this. Yeah, you can only see my right hand. Yeah, <laughs> we have too much fun. All right, catch you guys next episode. You're safe.